Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Voice First podcast. If you'd like to learn more, find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and every other social platform at Voice First AI. How many times had you live streamed before that interaction? Uh, probably like once or twice, but it wasn't like there was no direction behind it. I was just like, oh, I'm going to go live. We're doing a photo shoot. But that one was like a lot cooler, um, just a lot more relaxing, you know. Interesting. We were talking last night about whether or not it's distracting to have the comments there. How did you feel about having people like jumping in and interacting and talking? Was that distracting or? No, I didn't. That didn't bother me at all. Honestly, it was just it was cool to see six one four startups in there. I saw your boy was in there dropping some uh, some feedback as well. So I was just super appreciative just to see people interacting. Let's talk more live streaming. It sounds like has been an increase in your life. What else has been changing in your day to day life since COVID nineteen is kind of been the pandemic that took the world's attention. Yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, just to give a little background, you know, I work full time, you know, unfortunately I'm unemployed. So I just went from the transition of, you know, working a nine to six or a 12 to 8 PM shift to now being home full time with all this free time to work on virtual. So making that adjustment, I've used tools like meditation to help me, you know, kind of, find a, a spot or a calmness, um, a newfound calmness as far as keeping my foot on the gas pedal with virtual, keeping the creativity flow and understanding what my purpose and why is um, just so I can continue along this journey. Because when we lose track of that, it's hard to, to obtain that motivation and keep it consistent. So let's talk more about this. Why I think virtual is a very innovative company. And the more you talk about the story and the why behind it, the more I want to work together with you. So I guess kind of why did you start virtual? Let's talk origin story. What is the founding origin story of virtual? Yeah, man, I founded virtual in the summer of 2018 with two of my best friends from high school. You know, I formerly went to New Albany. Um, you know, I went through a semester at the University of Cincinnati before that point and you know, didn't really have a good experience there, ended up having to come back home. And luckily that happening, you know, me going through that dark time of not having a purpose or a path, lit the fire for a new one. Um, Previously, that was soccer, then it became fashion and inspiring myself, my family, my community, my friends, just trying to lift other people up to live this life of freedom, of chasing after your dreams, chasing after your true desires, and not striving to be in the norm, striving to be unique, striving to be different, striving to make a change. So, One of the things that I've loved about it is coming from darkness in the light and this thought of always looking forward. Like, what is the tagline right now? 2040, a dark age, a dark time? 2040, a dark world, you know, find your portal. Yeah, dark world. And it's crazy, just, you know, the times that are, what's current with COVID-19, you know, wearing that hoodie out, you know, so I'm going grocery shopping. It's like, I feel like people understand this message, like where it's coming from. I feel like it paralleled so well. So the timing of this collection and drop, you know, is going pretty smooth. So I'm excited about that as well. 
I've been sitting here looking at the COVID trends and it's like virtual is the perfect brand to ride most of these trends. Mm. Stuff like remote work, virtual working, digital transactions, virtual transactions, Mm. like all of this, I feel like fits in perfectly with the virtual brand. And that's one of the reasons I feel like voice first naturally gravitates to you is this conversational AI, Amazon Alexa, Google assistant, all these virtual assistants that sit throughout your house. Like this futuristic concept, I don't think that there are many brands in Columbus that are really pressing this. And me as a tech company, like we're techie and nerdy, but you're cool and you represent <laughs> the future. You're cool the future. Like I want to align with that energy that, that, that makes the future look cool and people want to wear that. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, we definitely see Voice First as a as a brand, as a company we want to align with as far as pushing these new ideas that will soon become our present, soon become our everyday. Um, just some people are aware, but, you know, it's our job to push these new concepts. And, you know, how we got that cool vibe, man, I mean, shit, that's that Remington, that's that Remington Rodney effect, you know, add a little touch on to it. But, yeah, man, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Tell me more about your role with technology. When you are running your company of virtual, how are you using technology? Are you, are you fully immersed with technology all day, every day? Are you using very little technology and, and just sticking with word of mouth and communicating screenlessly? Like where, where would you say you lie in your technology engagement? You know, that's, uh, that's actually transforming as we speak. You know, I'm going towards social media a lot more. Um, you know, my team, we, we keep all of our organizational work within Slack. That's a new, a new process. You know, I have a new team. So we're all just, you know, trial and error, figuring that out, but it's going well. Um, as far as reaching out to people, you know, I'm doing it on social media, but in an authentic way, you know, sending them a personal video of who I am, what I need help with, or what, what kind of collaboration I want to get done with them. Um, so yeah, technology is, really becoming a big tool to push this brand as we start to post more and more content, getting more and more eyes back onto what virtual is, where we've come from and where we're going. Do you think this is a a temporary shift while everyone's locked in quarantine or do you think this is more of a long-term shift for you and the brand? Um, I think this is a long-term shift. I think we're going towards this time where, People are just going to need to be a lot more skilled with their phones, with social media as business owners, because a lot of people, obviously right now, a lot of people have more time, but I feel like some of these remote um, businesses, these remote companies might stick with that style, you know, moving forward or, you know, just smaller businesses to stay remote um, once they've seen the benefits. So. For virtual, do you think you guys will keep doing remote meetings or do you think you guys will go back to having in-person meetings? Um, we'll probably do a mix of both just because creating content, you know, as a team in those moments, I feel like is so crucial. Now, I'm not saying that can't be done remotely, um, but the in-person interaction, you know, truly seeing each other and getting that feedback in person, building and and airing together is something I really appreciate and I thrive with as far as that extrovertness I have within me. Um, I just like to be there mm-hmm. and be present with the energy that I provide. So, Yes. I feel like you are in the perfect position 
um, to at least talk about what it's like for an an extrovert during these Mm. times. I've always admired you for being a a highly sociable person and for being able to go out and just any room of people being able to go into and just making a Mm -hmm. presence there and enjoying that. I am a very introverted person. So for me, this, this quarantine stuff is very exciting because this is where I get energized for you. Has it, has it felt as energizing? Has, has this quarantine felt that? It, it, uh, it, it's been a tough transition as far as being around my people, being around new people, you know. Um, you know, I've used the tools of, like, you know, FaceTiming friends, you know, it's checking in on them. But for me, I get so much energy, so much happiness from, you know, having that in-person conversation with someone, you know, building a relationship, you know, figuring out how, we can better each other within this relationship. But I feel like with all these new tools, with IG Live, they're not new, but they're new to virtual. We can start building that extrovertness through social media just by becoming more comfortable with our phones, with our technology. So we're just going to make that transition. Uh, it's not going to be easy. If it was easy, we'd all be doing it. But we're just going to keep trying and keep trying. So. And I want to talk about conversations and stories because you inspired find your voice with voice first brand. We, we help people to find their voice. I got that from you because you helped guide me mm. through storytelling with your story that you have with virtual of yeah. finding your portal. How did you come up with that concept? Like where did that come from for you? Why did, why did it even come up? Actually, first question, why did it even come up to, to come yeah, up with man. a story yeah. like that? Um, you know, one tool I would say before I dive into this, that's super important is reading, you know, having the, the mental capacity to sit back and consume words and taste them is just very important as far as a, any individual. And one of the stories I'm reading now is Creativity Inc. It talks about the power of storytelling and it's written by one of the founders of Pixar. Now, The virtual story is a direct parallel to my life story as far as something I mentioned already in the podcast of, you know, going through this dark time after college, dropping out, you know, leaving all my friends that I was so happy to meet um, to now being just alone, you know, with disappointed parents, you know, unsure what I was going to do for my next move. But, you know, somehow through that rough patch, I found this light, I found this source and it was to lift others up and remind them that about how much they have to live for truly in this life and how special and unique they can make it. Um, so this story is truly, you know, going into this futuristic time. This man named Virtual lives in this dystopian world where people are not allowed to create. People are not allowed to think for themselves. People are not allowed to convene. And he's this risk taker. He's this revolutionary renaissance man, talented with many different skills. And he starts to create, he starts to build, he starts to think. Meanwhile, this is happening. Aura is just spread around you as you do these actions. You know, one night, Virtual came up with this master plan, this master idea that would change the world. And his aura is just shining so bright that these authorities in the world are running after him, running after him. And this portal pops up. 
what does he do? He goes through that portal. And what's filled with this life, this new world? Colors, energy, people smiling, people being happy. The lifestyle that we all want to have, the lifestyle that we all want to live, this upper echelon, building our own utopia. Things will get tough, but we can always keep going forward. And that's really what that parallel story is as far as who virtual is and where we've come from and where we're going. And storytelling is powerful because once you tell it with a different character, it makes your story. When I think of Remy, a lot more meaning, at least for me personally, and our ability to tell stories is cooler when we assign special powers and themes than when it feels like we're just telling random things like to have a consistent message. When people ask me, what does voice first do? I'll, I'll change it depending on who I'm talking to. But the nice part about the story is the brand is way bigger than mm. what you do. But a lot of times people want to hear a story. They really don't. They're asking, what do you do? But they really want to be told a yeah. story. And storytelling is, is amazing, man. The way you tell the story, you know, we had a conversation uh, a week or so ago and I just, you know, spouted out a message in a slow tone, just letting those words fill your mind. You, you have the time to actually analyze those words in depth. And that's the key to really make people think, to really make people want to better themselves by the words and the stories that you tell them. They want to grow. They want to be the best people that they can be. Not only for themselves, but for others. In this new age, I feel like people are becoming very mindful. And I think that that translates through content. Whether it's just video or if it's just audio, if it's Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant or standing with people, Right now, one of the things I'm really trying to learn is conversational intelligence, because I feel like that is what's making people successful right now are the soft skills to have communication with other people, whether that's training robots to have communication with other people or humans to have better conversations with people. We're realizing it's really freaking hard to find a balance between keeping people engaged and happy while providing value quickly mm. and efficiently. Yeah, but I appreciate you because you've continued to bring that mindful energy. It, it was literally to give everybody a little bit of backstory. Kahan sends Remy this uh, Sam Harris waking up app for meditation. Remy does one meditation on it and comes back Zen master. It was crazy. His energy. This man just comes in. You can tell that he's focused on every word that he's saying, and he he delivers this message. But the most powerful thing for me was his delivery of the message, how collected he was, how intentional he was, how slowly he spoke. And it was such a contrast to what I'm exposed to, even in my own life, when I'm talking very quickly, which does accelerate a lot of heart rates. And it's kind of like exciting just to talk quickly. But then you realize how much power your words control, not just in the words that you say, but in how you deliver them, because if you deliver quickly, 
it makes people have to think faster and they're reacting. They're reacting. And if you want to create reaction, you can talk quickly. But if you want to create mindful conversation, you talk slowly. And it's like, I don't, I've been recently thinking about this balance a lot in how we're building these voice applications. What kind of voices do we want to have come out of Google Assistant and Amazon Alexa? For a brand like virtual, do you want to have a male voice or a female voice or a robot voice or some other non-human voice? Like what kind of voice is going to put out the energy that you want for your company? And how can we get a voice to best do that for you? Like sometimes it's just the owner. Like what, anything that pops into the top of your head right now, if you think of a voice that would represent the virtual brand on Google and Alexa. Um, honestly, bro, I think as of right now, I'm trying to be that person to be the representative, the voice of the brand. Um, I played around one time for like a space camp promo and use like a robot voice. But other than that, um, it'd be very interesting to see what, a different sound would look, would look like for the brand in the response our audience would give. Definitely. Is Remy. I'm visualizing you telling stories and guiding people through your Alexa experience. Question. Do you have any voice devices? Amazon Alexa. Um, Google I Assistant. have an Amazon echo, I believe the smaller one, the dot maybe. Yeah. Yes, sir. Echo Dot. Um, I do every now and then. I have a Bose speaker as well, so I sometimes just connect the Bluetooth to that. But I do. I think I need to buy the big one, the Echo, for sure. I used to have wow. one, and I used it all the time. But um, I lost it somehow, man. I was sick. It's like you hooked the small one up to your big speakers, though, yeah. Um, no, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you. what's your Bose speaker um, do? It's got the AUX, it's Bluetooth, and it's also got the U, the micro USB. It's just... Any of them. Yeah, just plug your Echo Dot into that, and then anytime you talk to Alexa, she'll play music and yeah, respond to you out of your big crucial. speaker. That's crucial. And then you get to push music to it as usual. That's crucial. <laughs> Shout out Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant. I'm very, I, I'm looking for more. I'm curious of your perspective as a DJ. I, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I would like to have a critical conversation. And there are a few DJs and musicians out mm -hmm. there that I know as well as you. So like how cool what Amazon is doing, they've made it, incredibly inexpensive to turn any speaker into a speaker that you can talk to is mm. an internet accessible. So that means that someone can talk to a speaker and interact with you as a DJ, you as a musician and like turning as both a creator and a consumer, the power of what that is doing, not just for voice skills, like what I'm doing, but for musicians that are trying to get people to play their music and to try to figure out how to engage people and to try to figure out how easy it is. You don't use Alexa because sometimes you're hooked up to your speaker. If you figured out how to always use Alexa to leverage the Bluetooth speaker, the capabilities of you interacting with that on a regular basis expands Absolutely. Like, yeah. significantly. Absolutely. It's already set up there, ready to go, you know? It's like, hey, Alexa, launch the static res experience and then boom. 
my boy Sadik Rez was talking right. to me. Even love that. Even simpler, being able to plug in the Alexa Bluetooth. You plug it in for fifteen bucks into your speaker, and then mm. you can immediately talk to your speaker. Like, what do you think the effects of that are going to be on the, this? Is these are the kind of conversations where it's like it's very hard to pick out the question to ask. But I'm trying to get like. I would love a DJ to predict what this looks like and to see this trend out, to see where it's going. COVID-19 is creating a lot of stuff and I'm making a lot of predictions and you can check out our LinkedIn and the podcast mm-hmm. to, to see all those views. But like from a musician's point of view, how is this shit going to impact your industry five, 10 years from now? Are you like, is it, do, does it matter in five, 10 years? Are most people sleeping on it or is it a technology that deserves to be slept on? You know, I think there's a lot of, um, great areas with this i think there's still lots more data to be had and built but i think it's going to grow significantly i think in the future you know people are going to just want to use their voice to make that step on you know listening to their favorite music listening to their favorite local artists listening to their favorite mix so a lot of opportunity it's just about presenting that idea well to the to the music scene, to the music industry, presenting these to these corporate companies and allowing them to set the trends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Data over opinions, yeah. Numbers don't the lie. Numbers do not lie. Data, data over opinions. And Pat, I know something we talked about recently as well is getting data getting a lot of data by posting on a lot of platforms and and i just wanted to pride you on Mm -hmm. you know your effort of consistently posting data positive uh resourceful and meaningful content for other people to consume and that's really inspired the virtual brand to head in that direction as well as to keep taking shots you know, keep taking shots, keep going, keep creating. And we're really excited to just uh, enter different platforms, man. So shout out, shout out, Pat, shout out voice first. Much love. This conversation of the balance between confidential and high quality versus massive data like quantity. Honestly, I think it goes down to quantity versus quality and, I feel like we are a yin and yang mm-hmm. to that as of as of today, where I feel like you, you produce very high quality content. And I feel like you put out significantly less in terms of quantity, whereas I'm out here just like recording stuff raw as it's happening yeah. and putting it out. Mostly because I the biggest the biggest thing is open source for me. I, I truly believe in the open source philosophies of, of drivers like Tim Berners Lee and Jan Koenig and other drivers of open source that are just like, guys, the best things we give out to raise the tide for everybody to know. If we're working on cool stuff, I want to give it out for free. But I also value the the thought that you have right now of like, everything that we communicate is being communicated. So we need to be very conscious and mindful. You know, like it's the same argument of, are we mindful and slow to articulate? Or do we just continue to pound and, and like put it out? Why have you operated as you have in the past? Like, let's, let's play devil's advocate and thank you, appreciate the words, the positive words of affirmation, but let's look on the other side. Why have you operated as you have for so long? What are the benefits of going quality and posting less 
and being more slow and methodical yeah, and mindful. Man, it's just each each step you make with your brand is just uh it's a representation of it. So in the past we had this this mindset of posting content that flowed together well that was presented almost as if it's an art piece. It's not just a piece of content informing people, but this is our art. This is how we want to present our brand to the public in this thematical and this creative way showing the futuristic elements of virtual and you know we're going to continue to do this so but at a faster rate um so you know i'm glad that we went at the approach we did before but times have changed and it's time to step up and show the true face of virtual which is myself show them who i am more on a personal level whereas you know, every now and then they got to hear from me. But I think it's important, as you said, for a brand to have a face and a voice. And I'm stepping up to that plate, into that realm, onto that throne and doing that. Wow. Wow. I didn't connect that until you, you just said it. But this is this is actually finding your voice. This is you coming forward and saying, I am the voice of virtual. I'm going to come out and speak and like be active yeah, in the community. Absolutely. Man. Was, and yeah. we've... Uh, We've changed our name. You, uh, when you become a business account on IG, you have all these different names. Previously, we were a clothing brand, but now we fully embodied this community, this sense of community, whereas we want people that not only work with virtual, but are doing things here in the community, pushing their voice, pushing their vision, entering their portal, pushing these amazing ideas, amazing art concepts, amazing content to our community, to our world. So. I love your community shift. What do you think of the term open source? Um, can you go into more depth with that word? Cause I can't really have a, I don't know exactly which direction you want to go with as far as open source. Yes. First, let me start from our lovely assistant. Okay, Google, what does open source mean? Open source, denoting software for which the original source code is made freely available and may be redistributed and modified. Denoting software for which the original source code is made freely available and may be redistributed mm. and modified. The origins being platforms like Wikipedia, where mm. anybody can contribute to the platform platforms like android where you can peek underneath the hood and see all the code and take it and wow. modify it and throw it in wow, any wow, device wow, wow, wow. yeah um, man. applying it applying it to bigger things there are design concepts like do you remember that circle that that kahan passed around I to us that so, Krebs yeah. cycle of creativity so. yeah so that is an open source design framework that nuri oxman from mit's design labs decided to open source and say hey guys here it is Let's collaborate on this as a community to make it better. I think we're heading into a time where people have to open things up to the rest of the world, where we can't be sitting behind gated communities anymore, like protecting our info. But at the same time, like I'm on Twitter and I'm scrolling past these figureheads in voice technology and they're like, hey, check out my confidential, um, for all of my people that have me on retainer, check out my confidential COVID-19 post trends. And I'm, I, I, I reply and I'm like, Hey, do you think now's the time to be putting up these paywalls or is now the time to really yeah. leverage open source and give this out? And then they reply, 
well, I mean, this is how I put food in my family's mouth. And then I'm just like, well, I mean, you're right. I mean, I hear you. You, you, you do got to make money. Yeah, man. I like this whole concept of open source and I want to kind of dip uh, my toes into it for a second here is as far as virtual, you know, I've kind of opened up this community within my actual team, you know, working with all these different creatives like a Bryce Hurd, you know, who's a creative director uh, and Alexia Montgomery, a social media manager, you know, uh, a Tommy, a Tommy Bruning, who's an amazing photographer, just giving all these, these people, these opportunities just to present their talents, their vision within the virtual brand. And our collaborations are all about, I guess you would say community work, giving people the opportunity to shed their light to our audience, man. That's what we're going for. We're trying to encourage those that haven't started the journey, support others along their journey, and continue supporting the people that have been going at it full force. You know, those are the cute, the true influence that we want to work with and collaborate with. Names like Voice First, you know, brands like Unbound, um, Via Carpenter, Humans of Columbus. I mean, there's there's a lot of dope brands here in Columbus that I'm excited to collaborate with and provide value to both audiences. So I'm curious of how you're going to do those collaborations. I'm I'm excited that you're leveraging this technologies because I think you're gonna start collaborating in some very innovative ways with a lot of creators. Have you started to think about if you're going to wait for all these partnerships until the quarantine is lifted? Or are you going to try to have these meetings on the infrastructure that is digi- that is virtual? We're going to do it on the already? virtual live, bro. That's what we're going to do. We're, uh, we're there, or, the, or the virtual takeover. Ooh. So, um, and, you know, as things yes. go on, we're just going to keep on adding new ideas. Um, and like you said, open source this is something we all can be doing to promote our brands, our businesses. They're all right here at your disposal. You just got to have the courage, the strength, and the willingness to step into that realm, that zone of uncomfortableness and make that your environment. Tell us more about the takeovers. What, how can the community yeah, I mean, engage with this? Providing feedback to those that are taking over the IG when it's, you know, maybe two to three hours of the time or just an hour. They're just providing you with who they are and what they do and where they're going and why they do what they do. Just interact with them. You know, let them know what you do. Let them know about some of the, the steps or the, the tips that they practice for success. Um you know, show some appreciation to these community leaders that we have taken over and, you know, they want to, they want to help you as well. They're here for you to be a resource um, for growth. It's all about since, go ahead. Didn't, yes, sir. Didn't you invite yes, me sir. for one of those? What is it? I think next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern. No, not, is it 5 p.m.? Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, 
Okay, Google, what's the date next Wednesday? It is Wednesday, April 22nd, 2020. On Wednesday, April 2nd, 2020, we're going to be on at V-U-R-T-U-A-L dot C-O. 420 all month. For the virtual <laughs> Do you have any final words to say to the community before you leave? A lot of people are afraid right now. There's a lot of people that are anxious. They're losing their jobs. There's a lot of change. Do you have anything to put out into the community before yeah, man. I let you go on with the rest Don't of your day? Don't forget to smile. Don't forget the amazing things that you've done in the past. Remember that there's going to be so many opportunities coming your way in the future. And remember to be present in the present. Thank you, Pat, your brother. Thanks for coming on, Remy. Shout out voice first. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Voice First podcast. If you'd like to learn more, find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and every other social platform at Voice First AI.